Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Cruz, what do these three men have in common? They are all notorious serial killers, and maybe my dad. This week we're going to dive into the psyche of serial killers and find out what makes them tick. This episode is not for the faint of heart, or the sober of mind. Grab your strongest liquor, sit back, and relax. I'm Sophie Hadamio. I'm Natalie Gowan. I'm Paul Rucker. And this is The Body. The Blood. The Michelada. A, a podcast. podcast. Beautiful. Oh, guys. Just beautiful. I have, I have had many drinks. Mm, me too, actually. I'm feeling it, guys. I had those two drinks, plus absinthe, for some reason. Yeah, we tried absinthe. Some horrible reason. I liked it, but like it's no, only good for it like... It made my mouth numb. I think a little bit goes a long way. I used too much. Mm-hmm. It we, wasn't even in the drink for this podcast. I just wanted <laughs> to try it. But we followed a recipe, so it's not like we were just throwing stuff together. Yeah. People drink that. You know what? Ernest Hemingway, I'm going to say alcoholic. Oh, no, God, yeah. shit. Yeah. That man, he came up with that drink. Oh, that was Ernest Hemingway's yeah, drink? Yeah, it was straight up He's just like, I drink that every day. Champagne. When I woke up, I had that drink. <laughs> By lunch, I had four. And uh, I think Vincent Van Gogh also drank a lot of absinthe. So going by the artist that drank it, maybe not the best. Maybe not the best. Liquor to get us all started. And now we've just ended on drinking bottles of champagne. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Look at how our day is going. Want to ask you guys a question. Okay. Okay. Do you guys know what the difference is between a serial killer and a mass murderer? A serial um, killer has an MO. Serial killer is like over time and he has a pattern. Isn't a mass murder like or a mass killer like a bunch of people at once? Yes, Natalie, yeah. you had that correct. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I went to school. What if you're a serial mass murderer? Like you kill a lot of people at once? That's a spree killing, isn't but, it? Yeah. But multiple occasions over periods of time. Well then not like, actually it becomes not a close killer. together. We've never had something like that, because how would you kill 30 people and, like, walk away? I don't know. I feel like you'd have to have, like, multiple... It's coming, you know. Like, working together for that to I happen. D- I do feel like that's probably, like, the next step in murdering. Is serial mass murdering? Serial mass murdering. But I think that would still be a serial killer, because... Mm. Or what if you killed smaller groups, like, three or four people at a time? I think... Isn't that a spree killing? Well, but, that's in a short period. Yeah, that's in a short yeah, period of time, but what if it was over years? What if you killed two or three people at a time? With serial killers, there's usually, like, a cooling off period where they're just, like, they're chill. Yeah. And then they eventually start up again. So maybe they're still serial killers, but they just have multiple... Because there are serial killers that have, like, multiple victims at mm-hmm. a time, and yeah, then yeah. stop, and then have mm-hmm. multiple victims. Like, um... What's his face? The Golden Stake. The no, Golden was it gold? State. No, no. No, Golden Patton State Oswald. would, like, I'm thinking <laughs> Patton, Patton Oswald. No, uh... Golden State would break into people's homes and, like, rape and murder them. But, he was like, that he weird old man. No, like, I'm thinking of Zodiac. Time. Zodiac, he killed multiple people at once because usually it was couples that yeah, he would target. Yeah, it was target. always couples. So. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Sometimes single mothers and their children... Single mothers seem to be a real target for serial killers. Yeah. They really don't like single mothers. No. Um, or ladies of the night. I mean, serial killers. That I'm not going to say that too. there aren't female serial killers. There are. There, yeah. There's there's a few notable ones, but from the most notable ones, they definitely seem to have a problem with women. 
most are misogynistic. Yeah, a lot of prostitutes. And I'm not going to say all it's have because, some like, sort of issues no one would with miss prostitutes. Women. Of course, they have families and people mm-hmm. would miss them. But I think with prostitutes, police don't care that much. Yeah, there's not going to be much so of a not, search. They're not searching for them. Uh-huh. It's like, um, what's her face said? The gay activist. Oh, yes. Uh, Marsha Johnson. Marsha Johnson. Marsha P. Johnson. Then no one cares about them. Yeah. No one cares when a gay person dies. Mm. Gay person or sex worker. Or sex worker, yeah. So they don't they don't go to great lengths to follow up and yeah, cause they don't tie care. things together. Mm-hmm. They're just like it's a lost cause. Oh shit, I'm real drunk, guys. Anyways, it's October, <laughs> guys. <laughs> it's ha- happy spooky month. Spooky scary ha- skeletons and shivers down your spine. Mm. What's the second verse of that? Leave your world behind. Spooky, scary, werewolf, bar mitzvah. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. Every time Sophie says spooky, I always think that's where we're going. But she does a spooky skeleton song. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. And that's just because I always think of the pumpkin head man dancing. <laughs> the, the, the pumpkin sweet? head man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's just How always dancing in that song. October going. It's going good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. That's good. I'm good. I'm doing wonderful. 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 I've had some pumpkin drinks. That's I want good. more though. I want more. I want more pumpkin flavored things. I like pumpkin. I don't like the people who are like, oh, pumpkin spice. Okay, pumpkin's delicious. Okay, fuck them. Pumpkins are delicious. Yeah. Do you guys know what money shipments from the bank smell like? Pumpkin? Pumpkin. <gasps> they smell like pumpkin squash. Oh, and oh, I love oh, it. Oh my god. Yes. So the other day, uh-huh. I mean, not maybe it was maybe two weeks ago. I was um I was on till, like I was ringing people up. Okay. So I had my own register. And you got new money and it smelled like pumpkins? There was a dollar that was, like, soaked in pumpkin oh, yeah. spice. And I was like, it smells delicious over we here. We couldn't figure out what it was until I... He closed out my drawer. And uh, he's like, oh, I found it. It's, like, completely, like, oil It was stained. drenched. Oh, Someone huh. drenched a dollar in, like, pumpkin spice oil. And I was like... It smelled good. I wanted to keep it over there to keep it smelling like that. Because sometimes it just smells terrible. If I ever manage work. a bank for some reason... I'm going to hire you guys okay. just so you can come smell a cash shipment. Because new, ca- new cash shipments, not even just new money, but the cash shipment itself smells like squash. I have a question. Sure. Um, as somebody who works at a bank, do yeah. you find that when you get money shipments that you basically become Scrooge McDuck and you want to swim in money? I do, but I'm also terrified all the time that what if I accidentally steal this? Like, what if the shipment somehow ends up in my car? <laughs> I know it doesn't make any sense, but I do think about that kind of stuff. Like, oh like my God. What if it ends what? up in my pocket? You'll blink and it'll be like an in hour ahead of time and you're like driving no, home No, I do wonder what like, my money ended up in my pocket thing because I keep my bank keys in my pocket. And I always, like when I, we switch drawers all the time. Mm-hmm. And I always worry like, oh God, what if I put something in my pocket? What if I put $10,000 in my pocket and I walked out of the bank? I could probably fit $2,000 up my vagina. $2,000 is not that much money in Hold comparison. Up. I mean, that's probably Like, rolled up, it's probably, like, it's probably smaller than a tampon. Oh, I could fit $2,000 in my vagina. Let's do it. Yeah. 
Like not in twenties. So actually, no. Um, money is disgusting. I would put it in something because most of the money is covered in cocaine. Mm -hmm. Cocaine. Yeah. What if it was new bills, like freshly minted? I wouldn't want that in my vagina. That would cut the shit out of my That's vagina. True. Yeah, money very sharp. Sucks. Yeah. Everyone's always like, "I want new money." No, you don't. New money is hard to count. I hate it, and it cuts you the shit like... out of your hands. Yeah. It's just, Sucks. it's just not as fluid as no. Old it's used nice in money. theory, but no one. What are you gonna do with new money? You need cocaine covered bills. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. You might be able to use new bills to like cut cocaine. Oh, they're so stiff. Yeah, that would be mm. good. Money's oh not God. like a good motivator for serial killing. Like usually, not so much. It's more like sexual. Think, I think sexual. Mm-hmm. And just like power. Like it outweighs it. You know. Yeah, it's definitely like a power trip. Though. I don't know of any serial killers that have, like, been money-driven. Well, no, no, there's a few that I know of, um, like, uh, Belle Guinness, who was a female serial killer. She would take out life insurance policies on her husbands and children. There are a couple that do that, yeah. But that's mostly in women. Yeah. It's not, uh, you don't ever see it really in men. Mm -hmm. I did, um, the Candyman killer. Mm -hmm. He did that. Oh, okay. He took out insurance oh, yeah, policies yeah, on his right. own children um, and then poisoned them because he needed the insurance. But it was just, it was so dumb. You know who did a really good story on the Candyman just this last week? Bailey Sari in the YouTuber. Yes, she does the Makeup Murder Mondays. And right now, because it's October, she's doing um, specific like Halloween looks. So she made mm-hmm. herself look like Elvira while she told you about Aww. the Candyman. Yeah. But yeah, she told you the story about the Candyman. So entertaining. And he he did. He took out. It was only like twenty thousand dollars. Can you imagine killing yeah. someone for twenty thousand dollars? I can imagine killing someone for twenty thousand dollars. But my own child? No, that's not enough for me to murder my own child. That's weird. How yeah, annoying weird. is this? Child? Well, he took it out Probably on both really children, annoying, but though. only managed to kill one. Yeah. Lame. Yeah. Like go big or go home, guy. Also, your kids are worth more than that. Come on. Also, like. Put the poison in a different candy than a pixie stick. Yeah, that's too obvious. And it didn't make any sense. Like, he was like, his kid, so his kid got like the giant pixie stick. Like those big ones. Uh-huh. Who gives those out for Halloween? So they're too big. Who gave out that for Halloween? He like, said, that's what he said. That was his excuse. Like, so oh, you know someone how like everybody's always like, they're going uh, to like put needles and stuff or poison no in your candy. Do that. It was the fucking guy, like the kid's it's dad. Always the dad. Anytime it's always the parent that someone ends up like poisoned that way. It's always the parent. It's never. Stranger. It's never some random neighbor because that wants you know to what? Children. Most people they don't give a shit to like even go through the trouble of doing no. it. No, as much as it's terrifying to think of like random killings, they don't happen that often. Where Mm -hmm. The person that's killing it is just, like, a random victim. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It does. There was that kid that just got randomly stabbed in front of, like, a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that happened this year or or late last year. There was, like, a 15-year-old kid just outside of a restaurant, and this, like, crazy homeless person came and stabbed him. So scary. There was, like, a a scare for a while of homeless people attacking people, like, just at random in L.A. Well, you know what? It started in Baltimore. I think it might be propaganda. Because a lot of the homeless people, they were just stabbing other homeless people. Uh, so I remember think it was that incident fighting. in Baltimore where some lady, like, they claimed that a homeless lady, like, just, like came up? Her. That was also the the husband and, and daughter. Mm-hmm. The oh. husband and stepdaughter killed that lady and, and they blamed said it on that a homeless she, person. Yeah. That it was just a random act of violence, but it wasn't. Oh, shit. We always, we just make out. Propaganda. 
And then, like, shortly afterwards, there was an incident with a homeless person attacking another homeless person. But, like, those weren't related at all. But that's how it is. Like, there was... Turned in as some story. Last week, there was a story of, like, three or four homeless people in L.A. that just got randomly attacked by someone. Someone Mm -hmm. came up with a crowbar and smashed them in the head. That actually happens more frequently than people know. Yeah, a lot of people attack homeless people. They are more victims. It's just like people with psychosis or people that have mental illness. Mm -hmm. They're more likely to be victims than they ever are to be actual attackers. Mm -hmm. That's true. Same thing with homeless people. Like, everyone's afraid of homeless people, but homeless people are more likely to be victims of yeah. crime than they are to actually perpetrate crimes. Well, violent crimes. Yeah. I think that's a. I think that happens a lot with criminals, especially, like, serial killers and, like, school shooters. Like, we always think of them as, like, oh, well, serial killers are, like, smarter than everyone else. No. And they're just so smart that they can't get, they, they just can't get caught. Mm-hmm. No, you just ignore this the signs actually i think it's been proven that usually they're that usually dumber than everyone else they're like of average yeah they're like average intelligence or, or even below and same thing with most school shooters they're not the kids that are like being bullied or being the kids that like no one likes no they're the assholes they're assholes they're like bullies themselves they're horrible. yeah and when things don't go their way somehow they they it's just never happened to them before. They've never been told no, mm. and they lose their minds and shoot a bunch of people. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, and then again, we just like, oh, no one, no one could have ever predicted this. They were just a loner. They were bullied all the time. No, they were little assholes. No, that person was a dick all the time, and everyone knew it. And we just kind of ignore. Not that everyone knows it. I'm not saying that like people always ignore the signs, but there's always signs. Yeah, especially with serial killers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you always get it. They were such a nice person. They were such a family man. They were a community leader. And then they were murdering people. All community leaders are murdering. Yes, all community leaders, all uh, politicians. Was Barack Obama a community organizer? Yeah. yeah. Serial killer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Trump. Thanks, Obama. For sure. For sure, serial killer. <laughs> oh my god, he's so such a serial killer. He's fucking... <laughs> he would be. He's a serial rapist. He'd be a... And he's a really bad serial rapist. He is. Because he's so public about all of it. Mm-hmm. And tries to pay them off publicly. And it's like, what are you doing? If he was a serial killer, he would brag about murdering people on Twitter. He would, and then he would just pay them off and be like... yeah. It's the Democrats. They, yeah. <laughs> they're making it all up. They're saying this to get to destroy me. It's fake news. Fake news. Fake news. What? Fake no, news. it's not even fake news anymore. I think he's calling it corrupt news now that the impeachment has started. No, it's like corruption. I think oh, it's like and it's deep news. state. It's deep state corruption. Yeah, news. Is my house breaking? Oh, I hope so. What Maybe? if we died recording this? <laughs> that would be beautiful. Who would post it, though? We need Calvin. to make a will. And we need to designate someone to post. Designated survivor. Yeah. Who Just should it be? for Sutherland. Who should be our designated survivor? Maybe Natalie. Yeah, she, she knows how my computer works. She's seen the editing process. Which Natalie? You. No. No, oh, I would Natalie's die gonna in this die scenario. Too. Oh, maybe I mean, Steven? Fan Natalie. <gasps> Steven. Steven would yeah. know how everything works. He would oh, know. He'd come, he'd come to pick up his mic. You're right. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, he, yeah. 
he cares enough. Yeah. He would post it. Steven, if we all die in some freak accident, you're in charge of posting this. You have to post the last episode we recorded that wasn't posted My yet. My password is I the year that Disneyland opened, but we're... And you have to make the promo image, too, and it has to be good. Yeah. We'll haunt you. We'll, oh, haunt, we'll haunt you. We'll haunt you. He actually just sent me a link to a class that was like a graphic design class. Aww. And it's only like $20 this week or something. Oh, wow. What are we drinking this week, Natalie? Uh, this week Champagne we're drinking... Champagne and cocaine. <laughs> We're drinking Pisco Sours, mm. uh, made with Peruvian Pisco, lemon, mm. and um, sugar cubes, and aguafaba. Aguafaba. Yes. They were delicious. Yeah, they're so good. The foam that the aguafaba makes is so yes. good. It's, like, perfect. You don't have to worry about it, like, going bad and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're normally no made with egg whites. And you're not drinking raw egg whites? Yeah. yeah. So this was definitely... You didn't even... I was afraid that they were going to, because it smelled like chickpeas when mm-hmm. we first opened it. So I was like, eh. Yeah. But the was pretty flavorless. It into things, it's... Well, I was worried because I had to shake it. Mm-hmm. So, I was, But it was delicious. Like, obviously, because we're all trash. <laughs> we tra- <laughs> well, <laughs> I had that, and then absinthe, and then that St. Germain champagne oh, yeah, that was maraschino crazy. thing that you made me. Grandy. Wait, he had that? I want that. I drink the whole I'll thing. I'll make you one. I mean, we I'll have... I'll make you one right now. I don't mind if it's room temperature. Is that what this is? No. That's just St. Germain and champagne. Do you want some grenadine? <laughs> we have a bar set up in my room. This is delicious. It's oh, really good, right? Oh, my God. Thank you, Christy Brinkley. Thanks, Christy Brinkley. Oh, my Lord. I added so much grenadine, and I'm sorry. I think that's a little too much. I meant to do a splash, but it didn't work out. Do you want the rest of this? Oh, no, I was making it for you. I'm done drinking. Oh. Okay. It's good, right? That is delicious. Just a little bit of grenadine for the sweetener, St. Germain, and champagne. You know what this tastes like? You're going to think this is weird. So, you know when you go into haunted houses and they have that (laughs) face They have the what? The fake fog. It tastes like fog? It kind of tastes like it. You could kind of taste it in your mouth as you're walking through. It tastes like the aftertaste. No other taste. Just try it. Just try it. Like, see if you get, like, any of that. I see what you mean. Yeah, exactly. Try it. Try it. Just try it. Just try it. Yeah, I can. I totally understand you. Okay. Yeah. I'm not making this up. It tastes fog. It tastes like fog. It tastes like the um, the haunted hayride. <laughs> it tastes like um that that moment where I'm about to have an asthma attack. Ooh. Because I um I can't deal with fake fog. But um, speaking of fake fog and hayride, we're gonna go at the end of the week. So if any of you guys want to hang out, ooh, we're gonna be at the Hollywood hayride. Let us know, and we can meet oh, up at the wait. haunted hayride. There's an episode going up before this. Oh. Oh. Never mind. Oh yeah, but never mind. So. Sorry? I do have a story. <gasps> so I want to talk about John Robinson, the first Robinson Crusoe. No, Robinson Crusoe is different. Oh, are you sure? No. Have, have you seen, seen Meet the, the Robinsons? Movie? The movie, the Disney movie? Yeah, I've never seen that. <laughs> There's a T Rex in it. Oh, I like T Rexes. They have little short arms. I think that's one of the things in it. It's like, he's like, I have tiny arms. <laughs> can he put like a thing where you can read his mind? I'm getting off topic. Oh, sorry. Go Back on. Robinson. John Robinson. So John Robinson. 
Oh, let me answer this. I have to take this. I'm a very important person. Hello, Alvareta. Hello. Yes, yes. Who has bring a ringer the, on these? Like, bring, what are you, Bring 40? the crack through the window, sir. Bring the pipe through the window. I said the crack. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we have your money. Hello, Wait, operator. What, t- what side of the conversation are you? <laughs> John Robinson. I'm trying to reach the Smiths on the next street. What's their number? It's one, sir. Pass me through to one. Hello, this operator. is the Robinsons. <laughs> so, John Robinson. John Robinson. Young. Started out really as like a forger. <laughs> And a con man. So he con would, man. like, forge documents. He was like, oh, I'm an x-ray tech. For some reason, he, he really wanted to be an x-ray tech. Was he Frank Abbott now? <laughs> <laughs> so he would work as that. And then he would also forge documents to, like, own businesses. Because he wanted to be, like, a big shot. So he would forge all these documents and start all these businesses. Or he would work for other companies and then just steal from them. Which, I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Mm-hmm. The man of the people, John Robinson. Um, in 1985, his fraud turned into murder. Not that he gave up on fraud. fraud that was, was his, always that was like his, his true game. love. I think was fraud. Murder was just a side gig. Murder was a side gig. He was like, it just happened. I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, exactly. I had a knife. Also, it's I mean, the 80s. Like, yeah. murder, Everyone was murdering. Fraud. It just went hand in hand. It did go hand in hand, especially for John. Okay. So he started this company. He put an ad out in the paper. I need a secretary. You're going to travel all over the world. Yes. Oh my God. I would apply for that. Yeah. Like, it's a great opportunity. You're going to get good pay. You're going to get a travel all over the place. You'll get to see the world. You'll be a secretary. It'll be amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is, again, the 80s. Like, being a secretary was dope. I would be a secretary right now. No, yeah. That sounds amazing. I actually, I look for secretary jobs sometimes. Yeah, if anyone's looking for a secretary, all three of us, oh like, we're already I have a degree. Right <laughs> I have a degree. Also, um, both Natalie and I um, know quite a bit about serial killers. We both took a course on it. Yes. It was a big part of our coursework. Um, do you need do you need criminal legal help? We could help you. Do you need to figure out how to destroy evidence? I know Nat- how to do that. Natalie knows about forensics. Yep. I'm certified in crime scene investigating. Uh, yeah. So, if you ever commit a murder... Were you on CSI? No. Oh, but it, we should make our own CSI where like none of us actually have CSI Santa Fe Springs. <laughs> but like we're still practicing. Yeah. <gasps> we're like Harriet the spy, but like the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> we're not spying, we're um trying to cover up murders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so he would um put these ads in the paper and the first person to work for him where his first victim was Paula. Yeah, I know. Abdul? No. Oh. I think... <laughs> I think we would know if Paula Abdul was, like, <laughs> was murdered, murdered by a serial, by a serial killer. killer. No, 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 She has a residency in Vegas right That's now. That's true. Does she really? She's, yeah. <gasps> Can we go see Paula Abdul? Yeah, Do you want to? I, I love Paula Abdul. So this Paula... I legit love her. Her reality show is amazing. I never saw it. It's so good. She's <laughs> just, like, drunk the entire... 
Okay, time. so oh, she like would, our podcast. Yes. Yeah, so she'd be she'd do well here. Oh my god, I love Paula. She wouldn't need to know what the topic is. She could just be there for filler. <laughs> I like her music too. Like I legitimately do like you? her music. I do. I like her music. <laughs> it's really like She's a cold-hearted snake. <laughs> Look into her eyes. Uh-oh. You've been She's telling been lies. lies. Yeah. Um, so this was actually Paula Godfrey. Okay. Not Paula Abdul. Uh, she entered the ad. She was like, I'm going to go be a secretary. Like, bye, mom and dad. I'm going to go be an independent lady. Mm-hmm. She goes um, She goes on a work trip with him. Is never seen again. There is no idea what happened to her. Even Her body was never discovered. Her family's like, what happened, Paula? What's going on? A couple months pass by. The cops are trying to look for her. There's a letter that comes to the house. It's from Paula. It's a typed letter. Dear mom and dad, I need to be away. I need to, like, find myself. Don't come looking for me, Paula. And it's signed Paula. It's Paula's signature. Mm -hmm. And her parents are like, yeah, that looks like Paula's signature. But, like, this doesn't make any sense. But the thing is, Paula's 19. She's an adult. She can make her own decisions. Like, that's the end of it. So that's 1984. I'm sorry if I said 1985 earlier. 1985 is Lisa Stacy. Lisa Simpson? Lisa Stacy. Lisa Simpson. Yes. <laughs> so also, Lisa 1984. Simpson. Does it have any ties to the new American Horror Story season? 1984. And 1985. Night Stalker was caught. Any connection there? You know, I have not watched the new season. Neither have I. It's so good. So I don't know if there's any connection it takes place in 1984 and um this was all in kansas city so i don't think it has anything to do with richard ramirez lies (laughs) so lisa stacy and tiffany stacy tiffany stacy is a four-month-old baby of lisa stacy okay lisa stacy is 19 kind of down in her luck she's living in a women's shelter Mm -hmm. Um, doesn't really know what to do, guys. Like, she just has this baby. How is she going to care for it? But then, guess what? She gets a job. As a secretary? As a secretary. Oh, wow. Good for her. And it's amazing. It's a wonderful job. It comes with housing. What? She's going to get paid. And they offer babysitting. (gasps) It's perfect. Childcare is really hard to come by. Childcare is super hard to come by. So, like, Lisa is so excited. Mm Mm-hmm. That she's going to be able to do this. Um, so she goes to meet with her new boss. His name is John Osborne. Okay. This person, John, guys, like, he <laughs> always goes by the moniker of John. John something. Like, uh-huh. change your last name, too, dude. Is it because John is just such a plain name? Like- Maybe. I think it's more like this guy was so dumb, like, if he had called him some other name, he wouldn't have turned around. Okay. So he went by John. He just had to go by John all the time? Yeah, he just had to go by John. Well, that's why my fake name, instead of um, being, like, my full name, mm-hmm. or a different spelling of my name, or a different iteration, it's Zochi, because if you say, like, so, or zo, or something that sounds similar, I will turn around. Yeah. That's why I go by Zochi. Yeah public oh you didn't hear me no i'm drunk (laughs) thank you so lisa takes a job lisa simpson yes lisa simpson Mm -hmm. she um has her daughter tiffany 
Sorry, guys. Um, she has it, playing that that loud. <laughs> she has her daughter Tiffany. She takes this job. Um, a little confusing. Like John Osborne, the guy that hires her, has her sign a bunch of blank pieces of paper. Ah. Uh. And she's Girl, like weird, do but okay. Like she needs this job. It sounds amazing. It has childcare. Like it has housing. Like whatever. I'll sign your blank piece of paper. She goes on a business trip, never seen again. Mm-hmm. She and Tiffany disappear off the face of the earth. Not Tiffany. Oh, not Tiffany, the, the four-month-old, gone. No one knows what happened. The family's like, yeah. Okay, so you know how the he promised babysitting? Yeah. Was there a babysitter? Do they know what happened? Will you let me tell my story? Okay, I guess, sure. I will... I'll let you know what happened. The grandparents received a letter from the baby. Yeah, the grandparents received a letter from Tiffany telling them... Not Tiffany, I'm sorry, Lisa. (laughs) I'm sorry, you got me stuck on Tiffany. So the grandparents... I am a baby, and I I am gone. ...get a letter from Lisa. But it's all in script. Same kind of thing as Paula. Like, um, I have a new boyfriend. His name is Bill. We're starting our lives over. Don't come looking for me. Tiffany and I are fine. Signed. Tiffany Lisa. and Amber. <laughs> Signed, Stacy, and then it's just like a bunch of scribbles, Tiffany. <laughs> and this goes on we for a long time. We don't need to be like, disrespectful. We've, we're just, we had a lot of champagne. Making so light much. of a serious situation. I know, it's so bad. So, um, and this kept going on. The family starts looking for Lisa because they're like, this is weird. Where does she say that she worked? She worked for John Osborne. And then they start, like, looking more into it. And they get a call from a priest. Another John. God. And he's like, oh, Lisa is fine. Tiffany is here with us. Don't worry about it. Jesus loves you. Bye. And they're like, weird. So they go <laughs> they go to the church that the priest apparently is supposed to be at. This priest doesn't exist. Okay. They go to the hotel that Lisa was supposed to be staying at. The hotel was rented by a guy named John Robinson. Because I think he forgot that he was going by John um, Osborne. Uh, yeah. And he signed everything John Robinson. But there's no there's no body. There's no crime. There's yeah. no crime scene. And the letter, even though it's a typed letter, it's signed by Lisa. Yeah. And it's her signature. Mm. So there's nothing the cops can do. She's a grown person. She's 19. Mm-hmm. Even if the baby's disappeared, like, the letter she sent home says that they're fine and that she just, like, went off with her life. Yeah. Even though there are now two people connected to John Robinson that have gone missing, there's nothing the cops can do according to the law. No yeah. crimes have been committed. There's no crime scene. This keeps going on. Eventually, John um, Robinson goes to jail for fraud. Uh-huh. While in jail... He convinces, like, one of the guards that they're in love. Okay. She falls in love with him. And I It's love, guys. Love so, when he gets you. out of jail, the guard divorces her husband, <laughs> goes with John, they move... He murders her. No. Oh. They move to Chicago... And um, he convinces her to set all of her pensions and all of her paychecks and everything to go into his account. And then guess what happens, guys? No one hears from her ever again. No her body's never found. But what? there's a bunch of paperwork saying with her signature at the bottom that says, like, 
oh, I'm perfectly fine. John's taking care of me. Like, this is what I wanted, but... That's shocking. And then when the family contacts John, he's like, oh, I don't know. what She left me. She just left. She she found someone else and just disappeared. Crazy. This goes on over and over and over. John does this. Um, there's just finds one, people and then... Yeah, and just kills them. And then, like, 90s, early 2000s come around. Oh, God, this has been going on forever. Yes. But guess what happens? The internet. Oh, shit. And you know what the internet's great for? Meeting people. Mm -hmm. So John takes advantage of this, and he gets involved in, like, BDSM websites. Okay. Super into it. He calls himself Slave Master, (laughs) which is weird. And he also, like... He kind of, like, boasts and, like, tells people, like, oh, yeah, I'm part of, like, a BDSM cult. What? And I, like, find us victims, mm-hmm. and then I lure them in, and then we rape Beat and the murder these people. Oh, okay. He's, like, telling people this. Like, he thinks it's so cool. And everyone's, like... On the website, of oh. course. Not in real life. In real life, like, John Robinson comes off as a community leader. Uh-huh. He's a family man. He's married with four kids. He like is a, a troop leader. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, he's a real family. I mean, he's a baseball coach on Sundays. He teaches Sunday school. Oh. Like, he's a real guy, guys. But in on the website, like, he goes by Slave Master, which is a weird name. That's a really weird name. I mean, um, I, I feel like that's a lazy name. That is a lazy name. Like, come up with something better. Like... Bunghole Destroyer. Bunghole, Bunghole Destroyer. Destroyer. That's a good one. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Like, that's my name on that website. The universe and your badge. I don't know. <laughs> master of the universe and your badge. <laughs> dun dun dun. Crystal blue persuasion. Oh, I think baseball's on. Mm. So, um, sticking ball. I think 2003. He's finally caught. They finally have enough evidence on him to say like. You murdered people. Because at this time, he's connected to 10 different murders that all have kind of the same MO. Okay. Women that completely just disappear, but they wrote letters. Like, it's crazy. Okay. So when they finally catch him... If I don't wear a bra, would I be a victim? Yes. Yeah. Well, you were asking for it. You were asking for it. Why aren't you wearing a bra? Because I didn't feel like putting it on today. I went to Target like this, and no one said anything. Well... They were thinking it. You know what? I washed my car today, too. And no one said anything there, too. But they were at the car wash? That. Yeah, but I was there at, like, 7 in the morning. Working at the car wash? <laughs> at yeah? the car wash, oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But, car like, the wash. Christina Aguilera version with yeah. Snoop Dogg. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, with fish. <laughs> 2003, he's finally caught. He finally, like, starts talking about the murders. Okay. And everyone's like, hey, there's a baby in this. Remember baby Tiffany? Yeah. Well, you remember how I told you that Lisa signed a bunch of blank documents? Uh-huh. Well, guess what John did with these documents? Adoption papers. Yes. Because it turns out that his brother and his wife were very desperate for a baby. Holy shit. So he forged <gasps> adoption papers? And gave them the told baby? Told them that he knew a what girl. What a good brother. Yeah, he told him, like, hey, I know this girl, and she doesn't want a baby, but she um, committed suicide. And if you give me $6,000, like, for adoption fees, you can have this baby. 
And the the sibling, I don't know why you wouldn't think that was strange. Wouldn't they be like, oh, that's that's weird. Where did, where did you get this baby? Yeah, so they renamed Tiffany Heather. Okay. Heather! Oh my god! Heather! Heather... Are you okay? Heather Robinson grew up as John Robinson's niece, knew her his the rest of his life, and was his niece this oh my whole God. time. Had no idea that what really happened was that he took, he abducted her, murdered her mom, and then gave her to his brother. Okay, okay. This has nothing to do with this. But an astrology Twitter account said, if you're a um, Sagittarius, you're a Gryffindor. I don't know how I feel about that. But even worse, they said if you're a Pisces, mm-hmm. you're a Hufflepuff. <gasps> Dare they? I am not a Hufflepuff. What was your oh your rising side was Gryffindor was the Sagittarius. <laughs> My rising. Side. What do they say if you think your name is Heather, but it's actually Tiffany, and your parents are the siblings of serial killers who murdered your mom and then gave you away? Your mom's a hoe. <laughs> oh no, her mom's a victim. <laughs> a You're a Slither victim. Puff. I'm a what? You're a Slither Puff. Slither Puff. That makes sense. And these are facts, man. Science. Science. Yeah. What? Oh, no. Is that John Robinson? <laughs> Fuck you, snap. Grifflepuff wins. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you, snake. Grifflepuff. Um, and so that's kind of the story of not only John Robinson, but Heather Tiffany Robinson. And how she found out that she was adopted. That's sad. Wouldn't that be fucked up finding out not only that you're adopted? It's just on a cake. Like actual you're adopted. Your mother was murdered. Was murdered by your supposed uncle. Crazy. That shit insane. I can't even imagine. Like, how do you even go on with the rest of your life knowing that information? You don't. No. No, that's hard to come back from. Like, what what do you do? He does kind of remind me of. BTK, though I would say BTK was smarter with his evidence. Uh huh. Except in the end. He was a fucking idiot. He was a fucking idiot at the end. But he went so long. You know what? Without being caught. I'm gonna say this. Most serial killers, fucking morons. Yeah. Because, well, the known ones, obviously they're idiots if they're known. Mm hmm. Like, stop, you know. Putting them on a pedestal. They're stupid. They're so dumb. They're so. Ted Bundy, fucking moron. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna yeah. say it. Moron. He was stupid. He was a fucking moron. And he's just like. Jeffrey Dahmer? Stupid. Oh my yes. gosh. The only reason Jeffrey Dahmer got away with it so long because he's a white guy mm-hmm. who had attacked gay men. Yeah. And no and one gave no a shit. No one cared. No one like shit. Marsha P. Johnson said, if you're gay, they don't care. Yeah. She was right. Because remember, one of his victims, one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims, got away, yeah. had a hole drilled in his head, and went to the police to and tell them what happened. And they just thought it was a lover's They thought it was a lover's quarrel and took him back to Jeffrey Dahmer. And you know what happened? He Jeffrey died. Dahmer killed yeah. him. Because the police, not only do they not care about um, gay people, women, they... They believe white guys. They believe white guys, but also they play into this, like, misogynistic bullshit where, like, Yes! 
but misogynistic bullshit where like oh let the let let like the lovers work on it themselves like like that's not for us to get into yeah. you know but they also- and then never mind that most women die at the hands of their partner mhm same thing for gay people it happens a lot yeah. and then it goes unrecognized unheard it's just not in the news it pisses me off not the biz and he also jeffrey dahmer targeted people of color yeah and so all and no of that one went under no the one other. cared yeah all under the under the radar i'm sorry i'm like but it's one of the it's the same issue that's like it being over my words the reason here. we don't have as many like serial killers that are people of color mm-hmm. is because they get checked immediately yeah like as soon as they start doing weird things people are like that guy's weird yeah. the other day I was at the bank, and a woman called my bank to let me know that there was a suspicious person outside being weird at the ATMs, that he was, like, going back and forth to the ATMs mm-hmm. and, like, watching people, and he would go to the ATMs immediately after someone used it, and he was just being strange. So I walked outside to see what was going on. There was an African-American guy out there who was not being weird. His ATM card wasn't working. So he went to one ATM, tried it there, realized it didn't work wasn't sure if it was his card or the ATM, and then went to the second ATM and tried it. What a fucking bitch. It had nothing, like, he wasn't being weird at all. I brought him inside. I was like, let me help you out. We ordered him a new debit card, and that was it. He was not, he was the nicest guy, too. Wasn't doing anything weird. Hmm. Before he went out there, he was actually licking the buttons (laughs) on the ATMs. Don't lick those. (laughs) Please, please don't lick those buttons. Sophie. Stop licking your mic. Stop it. Ew. Stop it. I can't help it. I'm drunk. <laughs> I wish I had a spray bottle. I would spray you with it. You could shake up the champagne and launch the cork <laughs> at her face. <laughs> Why do you have a black eye today? I got hit by a cork. <laughs> a cock? Yeah. And then yeah, be like, oh, say no face. more. Say no more. Yes. I, I know it, girlfriend. <laughs> Did you throw this at me? I didn't throw that at you. You just have Mountain Dew bottles stashed in your room. I should have never let you try that Mountain Dew bottle or that Mountain Dew. It's so good. I've it's had like ten since you got it. Terrible. <laughs> Liberty Brew, motherfuckers. Okay, so that um, did I tell you how BTK got caught? No. So BTK, who is this elusive serial killer that no one knew? He was a serial killer before we even knew what serial killers kind of mm-hmm. were, and. He went underground for a long time. Like, he okay. stopped just killing people. Uh-huh. And someone released an article saying, like, oh, BTK must be dead because he hasn't killed anyone in a while. He's like, bitch, no, I'm not. Yeah, basically, he was like, I'm not dead. I'm still here. Look at me. I'm BTK. Blah, 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 blah. And then he wrote to the police and was like, if I send you a floppy disk, for you guys that don't know what floppy disks are, that's how you used to save things on computers mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. ago. He's like, if I send you a floppy disk, is there any way for you to trace it? And the police, of course, lied to him and were like, no, of course not. Yeah. No one knows how to... They're magic and you can't just trace them back. So this fucking idiot sent them a floppy disk with a bunch of information on it. They were, they were able to trace it back to the church where he taught Sunday school and trace it back to him because it had his login information on it. And when he was caught, he talked about how he was so upset 
because he thought that he and the cops had some type of understanding and he doesn't understand why someone would betray him this way. What a fucking what a bunch fucking of assholes. Idiot. Yeah, how dare the police how betray di- him? I mean, how are you, how are you supposed to trust the police when they pull stuff like this? Yeah, rude. Rude. Like, you can't divulge that you're a murderer to them without them arresting you? Rude. Yes? Breaking. Jody Arias' murder conviction could be overturned because of prosecutor misconduct claims. <gasps> Which one is Jody Arias? The one that, like, killed her boyfriend in a jealous rage. Like, she took his last picture in the shower. Oh, yes. And then she only yes, got, yes. what, 10 years? Was that? Or? Well, she's still in prison. But she tried to, like... She thought she was smarter than everyone and then tried to uh, lie through the um, trial. Yeah, she's an idiot. She's Fucking an idiot. idiot. But goddammit. So does anyone else know anything about uh, serial killers? I have a story. Have Ooh, a story. I have a story. You? It's kind of a lengthy story. I'm going to try to condense it down into not That's so fine. lengthy. I'm pretty sure, like, 20 of these minutes or us listening to see if we can talk. Our episode is going to be uh, two hours long. That's fine. This is the serial killer special. More more BB Michelada for all to go around. I'm not desperate. Her dick. Is she in my room? What's happening? How is this echoing? So. <sighs> On the 23rd of February, 1968. Okay, I was about to say, isn't that like a few days before your birthday? That is, three days to be exact. Except I hadn't been born yet. This is 1968. The body of 25-year-old Patricia Docker was found. I think my dad wasn't even a month old. He was born at the beginning of February. He could have been murdered by this person. He could have, but he didn't. He wasn't. Yeah. He's alive. Day. And I'm alive now. Thanks. Thanks, serial killer yeah. that didn't kill me. <laughs> How dare you not kill my father? So the body of 25-year-old Patricia Docker was found in the doorway of a parking garage just steps away from her home. Oh. She was naked. She showed evidence of blunt force trauma to the head, and she had been strangled to death. I mean, not the best way to go home. Not the best way to go. Oh. This would be the first victim found by Bible John. Oh, I don't like that name. No, it's kind of creepy. So her handbag, her watch, and her clothes were missing from the scene. Her watch was found, like, thrown into a pool of water nearby. And her handbag was recovered from a river during an underwater search that they were doing after her murder. Her clothes were never found, though. After the police investigated a few, uh, or they interviewed a few of the neighbors... Some one woman was like, "Oh yeah, last night I heard someone screaming, leave me alone." But I did nothing about it. I went back to watching television. But she did nothing. She didn't call anyone. She always oh. there's always something like that. Sorry. Where someone's like, "Oh yeah, I help saw someone suspicious." Me. Sir, help me. But I just closed my window. I didn't want to be a part of that. So the ambulance uh, worker who took Patricia's body to the hospital was like, "Oh, like I know this girl. Like she works at the hospital." Uh-huh. She was a nurse. Uh, The night before her murder, she told her parents that she was going to spend the night dancing at the Majestic Ballroom. Because people did that. They went to ballrooms and danced. Let's go to some ballrooms. However, she actually spent most of her night at the Barrowland Ballroom. Another ballroom. Oh. Because apparently she originally went to the Majestic, and then later in the night, she left and went to spend most of the night at the Barrowland. When she didn't come home that night, 
Her parents didn't think anything of it. They were just like, oh, she probably spent the night with a friend. She met her killer at the Barrowland Ballroom. Oh. So the autopsy included uh, concluded that she had died of strangulation. Her assailant kicked and punched her in the face repeatedly before raping her and then leaving her to die outside her home. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, fuck that. The case pretty much immediately went cold. There were absolutely no leads and no evidence. They literally had no idea who it could be. About 16 months later, on Saturday, August 18th of 1969, the body of Jemima McDonald was found by her sister. Jemima had spent the evening of the 16th dancing at the Barrowland Ballroom. She was seen with a well-spoken and well-dressed man. After midnight, Jemima was seen leaving the ballroom with this guy. When she didn't return home, her sister became concerned and she went to check on an abandoned building nearby because there was a rumor from the local kids that they had found a body inside of this like old derelict building. Why would you go there? Well, her sister was like, well, I haven't seen Jemima oh, so she in just, like, two days. Her body. She was like I, like, I hope this isn't my sister. Yeah. But it was. Oh, no. Uh, she had been beaten and punched and kicked in the face, raped, and then strangled to death by her own stockings. Oh. So almost exactly like the first case. Just like the previous victim, her handbag was missing. Oh. Um, so both both victims had been seen at the Barrowland Ballroom before the murder. Both women were badly beaten. Their handbags were taken from the scene. And both women were also on their periods. How would you know that? So, like the murderer, like, how would they... So, I'll tell you later oh, how no. that comes into play. Mm. Uh, for both instances... <laughs> she clapped, so I clapped. Both cases went cold. Almost immediately. Absolutely no evidence could be found. Uh, for the first time in Scottish history, a composite drawing uh, was widely distributed via newspapers and t- television media. Okay. Uh, they got the details of it from the second case because people had seen Jemima leaving with that man. So they were able to interview and get some like small details to make a composite. Uh, undercover police were sent to the Barrowland Ballroom where they staked out um, for about a month in October. October. October, October of 1969. October. They stopped the investigation when it led to nothing. 69. <laughs> Yes. Landing. 69. The invention of the internet. 69. Sex. Six, six, six. So, six, six, six. it was six, terminated six. in late October 1969. Oh, I was sitting on it. The cork? Was, was it, it in your butt? Was it up your butt? <laughs> I don't want it now. Don't give it to me. Yeah, God. Ew. Ew, it touched my foot. <laughs> That's Sophie's butt cork. Butt cork. <laughs> To match her butt finger. <laughs> the police called off the surveillance in late of October 1969. Then, on October 31st, 1969, the body of Helen Puttock was found. She had been extensively beaten in the face, oh. raped, and then strangled to death with her own stocking. Her handbag was missing, and she was also on her period. What the fuck? Okay, but how do they know... The autopsy, or how no, does the murderer I mean, like, know? You how mean? does the murderer know? So he's getting to that. Okay. I am going to get to that, actually. The night before her murder, 
Helen was at the Barrelin Ballroom with her sister Jean, and uh, both of them had become. You know a- what this reminds me of? <laughs> what? So, um, what was that show called? Hemlock Grove. It's, I never watched Hemlock Grove. Was it good? Uh, well, it starred um, Bill Skarsgård. <gasps> I love Bill Skarsgård. Everyone loves Bill Skarsgård. He's the only reason people are seeing it right now. He's so dreamy. Because he's dreamy. He's a dreamy clown. Mm-hmm. Anyways, his character, I think he's a vampire on the show. He is, like, super into girls that are on their period because of it. Oh. Like, I think in the first episode, he eats out a girl who's on her period. Oh no! Oh, he gets his red wings. Cause it it um, called Paul. Cause he noticed, <laughs> like he noticed that she had tampons in her bag, and then he followed her into the bathroom. Oh, God. But she consented. She consented. Not good. Go on. So Sorry. Helen and her sister Jean became acquainted with two men, both named John. Oh. All four of them left the Funny. ballroom and headed home. The John who had been with Helen's sister left on his own. Mm-hmm. And then Helen, Jean, and the other John all took the same taxi going home. Okay. Jean left the taxi at her residence, and then Helen and John continued on towards Helen's home. During the taxi ride, John quoted from the Old Testament. Oh, no. And spoke of how he disapproved of married women visiting the Barrelin Ballroom. He called it a den of adulterous iniquity. Wasn't he already there, he though? He was there. <laughs> what a fucking hypocrite. Uh, the man was described. It's, it's, you're gonna be if you're you know gonna what? murder me. At least don't like fucking tell me about it. Like just murder me for reals. I don't need to hear about your whatever. Well, that's where that's where he got the name Bible John is die. because he was quoting the Bible. Just kill to them. me. So the man was described by Jean as being a tall, well dressed, and well spoken man. Who was a shop dressed man? Uh, during their ride, he told them that he refrained from drinking, and he thought that the women who frequented the ballroom were adulterous. And why why did he go? even go there? Don't go. Just stay home. What he's a, a piece of shit. A serial killer. This dude sucks. So Fuck after, this after Fuck the this death, hypocritical <laughs> ass murder piece of shit. Fucking right. Uh, so after the death of Helen, another composite drawing was created mm-hmm. uh, from Jean's description, and it would become one of the most famous facial composites in Scotland. Because of the unusual haircut that he had, <laughs> what does his hair look like? I'm gonna have to look up a picture of him. I meant to put it into my notes, but I forgot. We'll have to. He looks we'll, like Willie from. Will either post Simpsons. a picture of him, or I'll just incorporate him into our picture. The composite, though, it's not like a full because. That's him. Oh. But you can't really tell because it's cut He doesn't off. have a... I can't tell what his hair is. I mean, it's not is. unusual for, I guess, the 60s. But there has to be a full composite. That's just the one that was on the Wikipedia page. Oh, oh. Oh, let's see it. They have a colorized version. I mean, it's not unusual. In this one, they make him look like a ginger. You know what? It's Gross. because he didn't have a Meet Me at McDonald's haircut. And all the kids have that. All the kids now. I mean, he, his haircut's not unusual. It's he looks like a moderately, like, normal-looking white yeah. guy. I feel like I've seen this face before, like, in an actor. I feel like You that- know what he looks like? Oh. oh, what's that actor from Pushing Daisies? Oh. I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. He looks like him, but, like, as a ginger. I see that. So, the police thought he had an unusual haircut. So, they okay. asked over 450 hairdressers in Scotland if they had seen him from the composite drawing. No, he did his own hair. They <laughs> <laughs> He just put a bowl on his head. <laughs> they also interviewed uh, a bunch of dentists because Gene had told the police that he had 
uh, overlapping front teeth. Like a really unusual. He just had an like, overbite? Thing. No, it's... like his teeth, like here, were overlapping. Like one was like over the other. Oh, okay. Oh, he had a snaggle tooth? Kind of. Okay. So. If he had Have seen, you seen this snaggletooth Well, ginger? basically, if he had it's seen me. any dentist, like, one of them would be like, oh, yeah, like, I worked on that guy. Um, well, so, obviously, he hasn't seen a dentist. He obviously, has he has a snaggletooth. Uh, so, over 100 detectives worked on the case. Over 5,000 suspects were questioned uh, during the first year. Uh-huh. Gene was asked to identify over 300 potential suspects, but none of them were uh, positively identified. Okay. Uh, despite the investigation, no further developments or evidence was found, and the case went cold. Uh, it was thought that the perpetrator had either died or been arrested of a crime unrelated to the murders. Mm. Uh, so a few potential suspects came out of the case. Okay. One of them was named John White. He was arrested at the Bar- Lots of Johns. <laughs> Lots of Johns. He was arrested. Fuck everyone named John. Everyone. My dad's name everyone. is John. Oh. <laughs> but he hates his name. But you guys like my dad. I know. Is he a murderer? No. I mean, I don't think is so. Is he Bible John? No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> We've all met my dad. That's he is true. not Bible John. But you know you don't like your name. Yeah. So, uh, John White was arrested at the Barrelin Ballroom after arguing with a young woman. Uh, he matched the composite sketch. Okay, that's something. But he... Was a bitch. He wasn't thought to be the suspect simply because he didn't have overlapping teeth. Okay, so that's one thing. That's one thing. Even the though he like perfectly matched what? it. She's the main color for me. Molest me maroon. Molest me maroon. Oh, okay. So, perfect. after he was arrested, he was taken to a hospital, treated for a head injury... And he escaped from the hospital. Okay, if you escape from the hospital, you're probably the murderer. He wasn't found again. What? And many people think that this was Bible John. Uh, However, multiple criminologists believe that convicted serial killer Peter Tobin may have been Bible John. So Peter Tobin. Peter Tobin. He was arrested recently, like in the 2000s, because he committed a murder. Uh, he murdered two girls in 1991, I believe. Okay. Their bodies were found in a garden. Their skeletonized bodies were found in 2007. Oh my he had lived in Scotland uh, during the time of Bible in his John? 20s, and pictures of him from the 20s matched the sketch of Bible John. All three of Tobin's former wives gave statements that they had all been beaten and raped during their marriages. Wonderful. Um we all like to hear and all three of them say that peter tobin was driven to extreme physical violence by the female menstrual cycle why that there is something about it that just it bothered when him. they were on their periods it drove him crazy because they were all fucking crazy to like to the point of beating them why which is why they think that, that either bible john murdered these people because they were on their periods, or he was just going to either rape them and leave them, and then found out they found were out they're on their periods and murdered them. Because all three of them were strangled after being raped. So something weird about that. So Tobin was a devout Roman Catholic, and he went by the pseudonym John Semple. Oh, God. So he went by John. I mean, I'm technically Roman Catholic. Like I was baptized, but I wouldn't murder somebody because they're on. Their well, I don't think all Catholic people are murderers. I think a lot of people 
feel like they are. Yeah. Well, that's that's not. I also, rapists. a lot to do with rapists. certain like rapists, well, child rapists. Yeah. I just saw a cat walk by on the wall, and it made me excited. <gasps> um. So, no further victims have ever been connected to Bible John after the murder of Helen, mm-hmm. and all three murders remain unsolved to this day. Wonderful. That is the story of Bible John. You're welcome. You're welcome. You son of a bitch. All right. I got notes. I got notes. I got. I'm prepared. I got hoes. I actually, I actually I wrote hoes. things down. Normally, in different what I do is codes. I don't write anything down, area and I code. read from the Wikipedia page. Instead, I took notes I from the Wikipedia home. page, so therefore, I'm prepared. So you actually like researched into it. Copy paste. I may have actually listened to a documentary as I was cleaning today. I also did that. I did that while I was making salsa. Is this Prince George? Yes. Let's see. Yeah. Ooh, what if it's Prince Archie? <gasps> oh, <laughs> he is a little ginger right here. I hear. I don't know. All right. I don't so, care um, here's some about people them. they think they're matching his face up. To, I don't. Where was your killer from? My killer, Kansas City. Okay, he was a white guy. Where yeah. was your killer from? Scotland. White, white guy. guy. Ginger. <laughs> but they're mostly white, white guys. Like, there are a few. I'm gonna African American and like Latino yeah, serial killers they, and it's Asian. Not like they're not but, existent, but less so. Yeah. Or maybe they're smarter. Who knows? I think not in America. We no. don't. We don't have too many here. They not to say they don't exist. But again, people are really weird about minorities here. Yeah. We don't let them just live normal lives. I feel like um, if they want to keep killing, they stay in their own country. Yeah. They're left alone more. Yeah. Anywho. So, I'm going to talk about another white guy. Yeah, of course. Of course you are. And this, this person is responsible for the Ipswich serial murders. Ipswich. Ipswich. Where is Ipswich? It's in uh, Suffolk in England. Okay. And uh, this person who, um, what they say is responsible for the Ipswich serial murders, they called him the Suffolk Strangler. Okay. Okay, so this is actually pretty recent. Um, I mean, we were all alive when it happened. Exactly, Sophie. What? You're the Ipswich murderer. Yeah. I No, actually, I had just turned 16 at the time, and I still didn't drive, so, like... The cunt bunt killer. <laughs> I was a virgin who didn't drive. Yeah. That's unfortunate. What's new? Anyways, these occurred... I mean, you're no longer a virgin that can't drive. So that's new. Anywho, it occurred between... October 30th and December 10th of 2006. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Fairly recent. Yeah. Um, it would sound like it's a spree killing mm-hmm. more than it is a um, serial killing. But this is only... They only found five known victims. They only have five known victims. Okay. But this person, it could be responsible for a lot more. They just don't have enough evidence to charge him to with that. To convict him. Yeah. So, all the victims. So, there's only five of them. 
They were women who worked as prostitutes in Ipswich's red light district. They have their own red light district. Oh. oh are yeah. they a big city? I don't fucking know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, They're just known for their prostitutes. Does it look like I got punched? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That, that's the look I was going for. Cool. Anywho. Steve Wright was one of two supposed... He right, he was one of two suspects and was found guilty of the murders in February of 2008. Okay, so we already know who, who killed people. Yeah. I'm going to start it off there. I just kind of wanted to go into his background because it sounds like he hates women. Yeah, that's a problem and people need to fix their misogynistic views. They don't even realize that they, they have them. But you need to fix yourselves. Fix yourselves. That's the air conditioning is uh, turning on. Mm. Anyways, so this guy, he was born in Erpingham, a village in Norfolk in England. These aren't real places. <laughs> they are. They just have terrible names. Bur- Birminghamshire. Core, core, core. Did you know if a village or town in England has like the la- like the last thing called Shire, it means that they were under Roman rule. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that. I don't know why, but um on the few tours that I've done, they always mention that. Is Shire like a Roman word? I think it sounds similar, but like if they end with that it had they were ruled by the Romans at one point in time. Oh. They have old ass fucking towns there. They do. Anyways, his dad was a military policeman and his mother was a veterinary nurse. Okay. They seem that sounds decent enough. Yeah, they sound like, you know, good to do people. Yeah. From a good to do family. Straight laced. Um, because of his father's military status, the family lived um well, they mostly lived in England. Mm-hmm. But also lived in Malta and Singapore. Okay. When when uh, Stephen was young, or Steve, Stephen, Steve, whatever, whatever he goes by, Steve. I'm. It says Steve on the website. I'm gonna go with Steve. Okay. Anyways, when he was eight years old, his mom left the family. Oh. Could have been because of the traveling. Could have been because his dad was an asshole. I mean, that makes that would make me want to leave. Yeah. Um, but eventually his dad remarried, and, uh, I think in total he had four or three other siblings in the first, from the first marriage, and then he had two more from the second marriage. Second and first? Same as the first. So, yeah. Kind of big family, but whatever. After he left school himself, he joined the Merchant Navy. Okay. And he became a chef on ferries coming from... Let's. How do you say this? Felix Stowe Suffolk. Felix Stowe. Felix Stowe. Felix Stowe Suffolk. Suffolk. And in 1978, at the age of 20, he married some lady named Angela O'Donovan. Oh. And they had a son named Michael. But they eventually divorced, and he remarried. And his second marriage was to some lady named Diane Castle. And they married in 1987, but they eventually split up a year later. Because he was a crazy murderer? Probably. Okay, so, um... Throughout his adult life, he was pretty open about, um... Having 
visited ladies of the night. Okay. Like, he was a frequent brothel goer. I mean, that's fine. Good yeah, he said he card. started going in the 80s, and it was just, like, a normal thing. He had his favorite, like, Lady massage parlors and things of that and spa, male, men's spas that he'd go to. Okay. And uh, it was a normal thing for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... During this time, he had a bunch of different jobs. He had that chef job on that ferry thing. He also was a lorry driver. I don't know what the fuck a lorry is. A truck. Okay. He was also a barman and owned a bar. So I guess that's the same thing. And he finally, his last job, was a forklift truck driver because he was a lorry driver first. So he had experience. Yeah. Um, also, he was really depressed. I mean, maybe he had he had a lot of um, feelings he never expressed after his parents' marriage. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know anything. I know you didn't know what a lorry was. I didn't know what a lorry was. Why the fuck would I know what a lorry is? Are there lorries here? I mean, my aunt's a lorry. Her name's Lori. Her yes. name is Lori. Yes. I mean, there are lorries here. We just call them trucks or semis. <laughs> That's no way to talk about my aunt, Paul. I'm so sorry. She's a fucking truck. Eighteen wheeler. <laughs> Anyways, he was a depressed man. He had a gambling problem. Mind you, a lot of British people and people from Ireland and people gamble from Scotland, they gamble a lot because you know what? They, they can. Well, it's part of the culture. There. They yeah. have a lot of just like casinos. I know. It must be nice. Places. We have to go like an hour out of the way. And they, you know what? They look, <laughs> they look like arcades to me and it really weirds me out. That's cool. Yeah. I like slot machines, so I'm fine with that. Anyways, um, he had a gambling problem, and he was depressed, so he attempted suicide twice. Aww. First, by carbon monoxide poisoning via his car in 1994. Okay. And then again in the year 2000 via an overdose of pills. Both times unsuccessful. Ugh, what a loser. I know. He can't even do anything can't right. can't even kill himself, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, he... Though he was frequently in relationships, he was a relationship kind of guy. Even though he frequented, frequented, frequented prostitutes. Well, was, who doesn't? He was in and out of relationships all the time. That was a thing. I don't know if they were sex workers. It doesn't. The article didn't give mention to that. There was a lot of women in his life. None stuck. Well, maybe he's really bad in bed. That could be it. Or yeah. Steve. Find, figure out how the female body works. And then call us. <laughs> Sophie's waiting for you. I'm not. I gave up. This really tastes like fog in the color red. <laughs> um, he was in a relationship around this time. But he said his partner started working nights, and um, he started frequenting the brothels that he had. If been she going wasn't to. home, what is he supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, he um, he started going more than he had gone in the past because he was said she okay with this? their sex life. She was wasn't home, non-existent. So <laughs> what she, is she gonna she say? She didn't know. She didn't know. Okay. okay. She didn't know. She didn't need to know. She didn't I mean, need she to was. Know. He was trying. To, she he was doing it for them. Need to know. Yeah. He was doing it for the relationship. <laughs> Obviously, that was an amazing joke. Fuck you guys. I'm sorry. One more time. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said she wasn't gonna hoe. She didn't need to know. <laughs> so, 
Anyways, their if sex she wasn't life became non-existent. Out, she can't and he pout. was just like, <laughs> "That's a good one." Oh, well, thank you. That's actually terrible, but I like it. <laughs> so he's like, "I'm a, I'm a fuck around, but that's normal. I'm paying. I'm. Fi- it's fine. It's all business." This yeah, because he always did this anyway. Yeah. It's not like he knew. He really understood that. Like, he was doing this before, like relationships. If she ain't gonna give the suck, then she out of luck. <laughs> so. In December of 20, not 20, 2006, <laughs> it's weird because we're just saying 2010, 2019, mm-hmm. 2020. 2006. And then you I'm remember that like it's just 2006 back then. 2006. Five bodies of sex workers were found naked around the Ipswich area. Oh, God. Oh, my God. At the same time? Um, It's kind of like days apart from each oh, other. Shit. One of them, this is the reason that they um, think they started around October, was um, she went missing in uh, on October 30th of that year. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's how they figured out the time frame, is like when they started going missing. Uh-huh. And they were reported missing. Uh, though none, none of them showed any signs of sexual assault, all of them were found naked. And two of them were confirmed to be killed by asphyxiation, hence why this person was nicknamed the Suffolk Strangler. Oh, okay. Though the other three couldn't, uh, were, it was never established what actually killed them. Um, the bodies were found, a lot of them, in bo- uh, bodies of water mm-hmm. that had running water. Uh-huh. So a lot of like the forensic, or something? yeah, forensic evidence was washed away. That's so it was, it. they could never quite figure it out. Um, he admitted, Stephen, there was two suspects. He was the one that they convicted. Stephen admitted to having sexual relationships with all five of the women that were found dead. Not, not great. Not a good it's look. Like, maybe no. I did it, but I don't. But he pled not guilty to their murders. But because of the um, evidence that they found in his car, there was lots of blood samples that they found of, like, each woman kind of, like, sprayed all over his car. Okay. Uh, That was enough to convict him. And he basically has a life sentence in prison in England. Okay. There. That's good. Yeah. We got him. But um, the, he, they say he could possibly be convicted, or not convicted, be responsible for more deaths. They just don't have enough evidence to convict him of it. They actually kind of compared him to Jack the Ripper in that sense. Oh. Oh. That, well, that makes sense because if he, if he left them in bodies of water, yeah. there wouldn't be much evidence, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And if, like, well, if they're sex workers, a lot of them probably weren't reported missing. Yeah, they weren't reported missing, so they wouldn't even know, like, which ones are missing or which people just stopped. Or which ones are drugs. Yeah, exactly. They don't look into shit like that. Yeah. This is all I wrote down. (laughs) Wonderful. The end. Congratulations, everyone. We did it. I'm another, really sad about this. Another fine episode. Another wonderful episode. Oh, I have glitter on my eye under here. Such a good episode. It's from sticking your face in that stripper's ass. Mm. Um, that makes sense. I wish he smelled better, though. 
true. Well, she would have been working. What do you want from her? She'd been up there for a few hours, so. Yeah. I just. We got there so late. I know. I mean, just like a touch up would have been nice on the perfume. Like spray some axe down there? Mm-hmm. No, not axe. Ugh. Axe like that. I don't need my stripper to smell like a 15 year old boy. That chocolate spray that they have? <laughs> oh, fake chocolate's the worst. Ugh. I have. Yeah, Paul uh, regularly sleeps with men, so <laughs> he knows what Axe smells like. No, 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 I said fake chocolate, not Axe. What the we're talking about, right? The fake Axe, the chocolate no, one? chocolate Axe. They have a chocolate Axe? Yeah, it smells like not, fake it chocolate. It smells awful. Yeah, it's disgusting. Why does... Stop this. <laughs> stop this at once. Paul, we need to... Where are the petitions? Teenage boys need to be stopped. You're sleeping with teenage boys? No. no. They're the ones who smell like fake chocolate. And who are using... What's the other one? Those The Old Spice body wash that smells like... I don't mind Old Spice as much as I mind. Regular know. Old Spice is fine, but like the weird smelling ones that they have... That they call... What are they? Like Gorilla and Tahiti? Literally. I don't even know. That sounds terrible. I mean, yeah. I used to use some when I was a teenage boy. Because you were a teenage you know boy. What? I was a teenage boy. Smell like nature. I mean, Ooh. by nature, no, I, I mean, mean like a tree or like, like a laundry. Rub not flowers like nature, on like your don't body. put on deodorant. No, please put on deodorant. Please you put on deodorant. You need it. You need. This is a PSA to everyone. Go fuck yourself. Wear deodorant. Thank you. Also, wash your penises. Wash your penises. A lot like, of people come on. Don't understand that. If you wash want someone penises. to go near your penis, wash your penis. That's all I gotta say about that. Um, what did we talk about last week? Oh, last week we did, um, Urban Legends. Urban Legends. Urban Legends. Legends of the Herb. I did Thailand. Uh Uh-huh. The town of Chalawinda. Chalawinda. And a funny thing about the town of Chalawinda. Uh Uh-huh. Chalawinda. Do you know what that translates to? (coughs) What does it translate to? Lavender Town. <gasps> Do you know who what ho means? What? Ash. Oh my god. Did uh, you tell the story of Lavender Town? I did tell the story of Lavender Town. How did Town I not catch? I didn't catch that. That's why I also had him wait 22 years for oh, the curse to be broken. Shit. Because the week before we uh, recorded... Oh, Ash Ketchum finally won his first Pokemon. Oh so what you're saying is it's made up. It's made up. I made it up. Oh but it's a good God. story. How did right? I not catch that? That's crazy. Well, you don't catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Oh, them all. fuck. So, yeah. So, my urban legend. That was really later. good. Thank you. So, mine was in the Philippines. Uh-huh. Uh, the polite spirit who breaks into your houses and eats you. Uh-huh. If you don't ask him nicely to leave. And sometimes he's a naked man. Just terrifying. Naked men are um, terrifying. I made it all up. Oh, it was oh, all oh, fake. We both made them up. I know. We're liars. I know we're liars. I was just like, I literally just googled like cities in the Philippines, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I did the same. <laughs> well, no, I did like, I did want to do something about Thailand. They do have something called the Ghost Tower, uh-huh, but it's but not. it's just like an abandoned building that okay. they call the Ghost Tower. But from that, I was like, you know where else has a Ghost Tower? <laughs> Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Anyways, so my story was about the Krasu, and um, that's a Laotian and Singaporean 
urban legend mm -hmm. and that's a real urban legend there's really oh. videos that you could find of people saying they this is me doing they quotation see disembodied heads floating around like a head with like all the insides floating around and stuff yum and uh, yeah what? how delicious what there's your body and floating heads oh yeah it's delicious anyways um most of them are deep fakes, and by deep fakes, I mean not even that deep fakes. They're like spots that people catch on camera. Okay. And the, the one that I thought was going to be credible, sort of, um, it w ended up being an Iron Man mask. <laughs> <laughs> but there are other. Who's to online. say that the disembodied head wasn't wearing an Iron Man mask? That's yeah, true. Yeah, you never know. What if she was killed on Halloween? There you go. It could happen. Catch them all. <laughs> um, follow our Instagram, follow Twitter, our Tumblr, our Tumblr. Twitter, um, at BB Michelada, at BB Michelada, and Patreon at BB Michelada. Yes. Give us money, um, or else, or else, or else, or else. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. We love you. I love you. Bye. 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 Bye.